0: Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on
1: Homegrown.
2: All right, yes, yes. Welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles. You're all ready for a good time, Marge, your host. (laughs) was did. Yeah, it was perfect perfect oh,
1: no. very she professional
2: on that one, that one. <laughs> you know <laughs> i even did the yes yes yeah,
1: yeah that's right it was perfect i couldn't have done it better it myself there we go was, right. It was it was epic right yes everybody's enjoying it in the chat as well there they're like yes profess that's what like they're saying let's get it. <laughs> you know what i'm saying everybody <laughs> yeah so here we are again we should do that proper intro we? because people know that the show has started then but we talk talking 90s movies and stuff everybody what out there in the chat before we begin, what was your favorite 90s movie? Not these shitty ones we have nowadays. You want to be talking about them ones from back in the day, man, them nineties, them 80s and 90s movies. What was your favorite? Let us know in the chat. But anyway, yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High On Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Percy's Growroom.com. I am Mackie from the UK, and joining us this week, we have Marge.
2: Yes, I think I've already made my introduction, but uh, for those of you who don't know me, I am the host of Bite Me, the show about edibles coming from central Canada.
1: Nice. We also have Bubble Hawk.
3: G'day, guys. Bubble Hawk here coming at you from the east coast of the land down under, you know, the country where when you hit 10, you automatically become an expert in being a survivalist. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: serious.
1: It's that whole 10,000 hours thing. You've just been surviving for that long. Uh, That's Mm -hmm. it.
3: If if you get to 12, you get your doctorate in envenomation. Right. Okay. Whatever that
0: is. (laughs) What what are you saying, monkey? You good? Oh, I'm great, man. Monkey down here in the southeast U.S. Uh, A little bit rainy down here today, but nice and warm. I know, Bubble Hawk, you would love it down here today. It's it's sweating weather today, man. I mean, just shorts, t shirt, just warm. You've got
3: sweating weather. I've got sweater weather.
0: (laughs) Yes do I'm you
1: saying. have any other weather other than sweaty weather monkey um, it's so well we have
0: we have very sweaty weather we have sweaty weather we have kind of sweaty weather and we do have a month or two of kind of cold
1: right <laughs> right but that kind of cold is like 10 degrees so it's more like cool Yeah, it would
0: be more like what you would call yeah 10 degrees celsius something like that would be our cold month yeah month doesn't come at one day? time our month usually is spaced out between three months you know a few days here a few days there <laughs>
1: Uh, and it's been pretty nice here in the uk for the last couple of days well yesterday rained all day because you know they had that whole coronation thing and you know god uh-huh. was probably pissed off and was like now fuck you Now having a nice day charles you're not having it here's some rain <laughs> <laughs> Not not like i believe in god or anything just you know just the rain gods were there raining down
0: a, oh god damn see your coronation this time you know
1: well, it was, well, the last one was in the fucking fifties, you know what I mean? It's so, it's true, it, quite a long time ago. But the, and this time, yeah the the, the, the the irony of this golden carriage with all these jewels and all this bling being carried through the streets of London whilst rolling over piles of wet sand on the road. And do you know what the piles of wet sand were there for? No, to fill in the fucking potholes on the road that the country doesn't have money to fix but we've got money for the coronation yes
0: so throw some sand in them with the coronation is what you're mm-hmm. telling me that's
3: right we can oh, afford boy. sand we can afford some wet sand god damn <laughs> you know what though you should be more pissed off if they'd gone through and fix the fucking roads for it Oh you yeah. like well well
1: you know what i mean why <laughs> is charles so special huh man and i saw a savage joke right everybody i saw a savage joke and it, you know you, uh, you might want to prepare yourselves for this one but th- there's all these pictures of charles's hands out there and you know everybody calls them sausage fingers because his fingers are really chubby and there was some guy i mean it wasn't even a joke it was just a comment on a you on a facebook status but you know somebody put a picture up of his hands and he's like i'm starting to see why diana liked him so much he's like oh, oh. savage,
2: oh. savage. Oh, <laughs>
1: Nothing yes. to make up
2: for that pace, though. Come on. Oh,
1: well, I think I think the five hundred mil does. You know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe barely. Yeah,
1: makes a big difference, man. Makes a big difference. <laughs> Except but, uh, I
2: don't know. I saw a few videos of this uh, this coronation online. God, they everyone looks fucking miserable.
1: Yeah, it was all rainy.
2: Yeah, even if it wasn't rainy, do you think they'd look any happier?
1: Well, everybody seems happier in the UK when it's sunny it's so, like you know you absolutely. notice this especially when you're driving around right nobody right. gives way to anybody nobody you know you see somebody waiting on the side of the street on, on the pavement waiting to cross the road and shit nobody stops yeah and if it's raining it's even worse i just keep on driving but when the sun comes out uh, you know like stop and be like there you go mate go across the road off you go everybody's so fucking happy it's like the sun brings out all the happiness in the uk like we can tolerate the shitty country for a little while because we don't have to pay for heating you
2: know so how many days of sun do you get in you're like 12
1: four yeah. four or five <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your
3: your moods in the uk are way too, too dependent on your weather man it's mm-hmm, like even mm-hmm. if it's flogging down here people are still smiling mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> like their house can be fucking washing away down the creek and they're still like oh well you know, <laughs> oh, well. another day, another
1: dollar. <laughs> so, yeah, interesting weekend we've had here in the UK. But, you know, it's uh, it still, is all good. Some people enjoy the coronation, some people don't. And, you know, each do their own, man. If you enjoy it, cool. Like, I hope you had a good weekend. And if you don't, cool. I hope you had a good weekend. You know, that's just <laughs> the way it goes. But uh, my missus was watching it on the TV. She, she enjoyed that kind of thing. She was like, oh, look at little George. Doesn't he look so cute in that? I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't fucking care. <laughs> you know, I'm going back to the office. They're going to poke stuff in my eyes. It's still better than watching this. What yeah, I'm more interested
2: joining. in, though, wasn't there like something carved into the lawn at some place?
1: That's right. That, yeah, that uh, the yeah. Well, it, it seems so. it Seems so. And it's a proper British thing to do is to get your lawnmower and put a big penis on the grass where the king is going to have his coronation party. that's a proper british
2: thing to do is it
1: yeah yeah that's how we roll we like to draw penises on things (laughs) (laughs) but the the thing is it's like people get pissed off at the wrong things man i know the royal family they they uh take a lot of taxpayer money but because of the royal family we've got a lot of tourism that comes to the uk and believe it or not they bring in more money than what they get paid for you know so you might not like them but they're really not a burden on society the way uh the way people right. would think it's the actual government the parliament and the mps they're the fucking problem you know mm-hmm. that's where we need to direct our anger you know it's not the king's fault that we don't have money to pay for the fucking potholes to be filled that's the government Hold
3: on, you just you just said it was
1: his fault no no it just says that they did it because we can't afford it but it's not oh. it's not the king's i mean the coronation costs like uh like 300 million or something but the amount of tourism that was bought in, bought in like 400 million to the economy. So it balances out. And even it, it's a plus, really. So it's the government who doesn't, it, they just steal all the tax money, you know, get paid far too much and don't put money back into the uh, into the roads and the schools and the hospitals and everything.
3: They're just scooping so, it all up for themselves. So what you're telling me is old sausage fingers is a modern day Robin Hood.
1: Is that? Is that yeah, yeah, problem? sure.
3: Sure. If that's how you want to take it, that's fine. Uh,
1: I don't
2: know if you should be referring to our new king as old sausage fingers, I'm just saying. That's right, you (laughs) Commonwealth dwellers. (laughs) That's fine. We'll we'll, we'll be a
3: republic soon enough. Fuck (laughs) them. Right. I'm not worried. What's he going to do?
1: Yeah, I I just think it should have... I think the the crown should have been passed down to William and his wife rather than going to Charles, Mm. man. I think that would have been better for the image of the royal family, but it didn't go that way so uh
3: you people gotta, are pissed off more than one more than one coronation in a decade mate that's
1: i think so mm-hmm uh you're a bit early for a Mackey rant but i will take it says john yes thanks john <laughs> thanks for the encouragement bro <laughs> right
2: we're eight minutes in but that's
1: okay wow already eight minutes in yeah that was that was a bit long of a rant
2: <laughs>
1: but uh congratulations to charles the new king lay off the alcohol because you know your fingers are getting fat Uh,
3: (laughs) so we're
1: obviously going to be covering this week's cannabis news and events we have five stories to cover this week some sad news which we're going to be covering as well Uh, so stay tuned for that i'm sure many of you will know what we're going to be talking about but you know we'll, we'll talk about that when we get there and in the grow guides we're going to be talking about flushing cannabis plants like how to flush should you flush uh when to flush all sorts of things like that flushing can be a little bit controversial so we're going to try and put some of that controversy to rest when we get to the grow guide section. But just like anything, you know, it's always up in the air and you have to decide for yourself whether you want to do it or not. So that's going to be the grow guides. And don't forget to hit that like button, everybody. If you haven't done that already, that would be cool. You know, it. I would say it helps the show grow, but it really doesn't because YouTube hates us and we have shadow ban on fucking everything.
0: But that's just the way it is.
1: So let's just say <laughs> it makes
0: us feel better if you hit that like button. Here
1: you go. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Makes us feel better. So, you know, we do like we do appreciate it, everybody. So do hit the like button, but no pressure. Subscribe if you haven't already. That would be cool. But again, no pressure. Just thank you for being here and listening to the show. It's very cool. Anything to add here? I mean, is that just about everything? Are we ready to move on to the news already? I think so. I think so. I you just going to go on more rants, right? Well, say we, you're going to go on more <laughs> rants. But...
0: Sure, Matthew, we'll go on more rants. Uh-huh,
1: yeah. And Twisted, he said, he's smoking on finger hash. And then it's like, uh, I wonder how mm-hmm. much hash the king can fit on his fingers.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, quite a lot. Quite a fat lot. How's
1: that? Uh, oh God. shit. Shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, wouldn't it be awesome if King Charles Day was there listening to the show, like,
0: these cheeky bastards! <laughs> <laughs> tell, I can get quite a bit of hash on these fingers,
2: I don't know uh, how does well, he feel about me. Maybe you need to get him on the show.
1: Yeah, I'll try. I'll try. He's yeah. been a bit busy. He's had a busy weekend, and he's seventy five or something like that. So he's a bit yeah, old. Wow. He might be tired how from partying.
2: Tommy John. Chong. Yeah. Very, you know, very. Yeah, very
1: true. Very true. Yeah. So have
2: him on at the same time. That would be interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. Imagine getting King Charles on the show. That'd, uh... That'd
2: be wild.
1: so yeah thanks for joining us roll fat one get super high it's time for some cannabis news and events let's do it <laughs> yes yes here's the cannabis news and events it, it's like we need to figure out some fancy things to say at the start of the news or something but <laughs> Just randomly cool. say stuff. <laughs> you know, there's no script. The only thing that's ever scripted on this show is like the intro, you know, the yes, yes, the high and hunger, blah, blah, blah. And then everything else is just we we wing it off
3: the cuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Need, like one of those, need one of those cut scenes like from Anchorman where they're all sort of standing there looking at each other and then looking away and then looking back at each other. <laughs> You know, like fucking you know the power rangers where they get the
1: thing out and it's morphine yeah. time yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, but, people,
3: but every every one of us just has like a, a pixelated face you know <laughs> you can't have
1: we could probably get ai to do that have you seen that i mean you sent me one bubble huck but everybody out there listening have you seen these advertisements that ai is making like ai made a <laughs> advertisement for beer oh my god <laughs> did you that see it so March?
2: They're yeah. so ridiculous and weird.
1: Yeah, did you see uh the, the one of the funniest ones is when AI created Will Smith eating pizza? The
2: meeting, is... I assume oh, like nice. it... eating pizza and they're so also kind of horrific.
1: Yeah, yeah it, it's funny, man.
3: Uh uh-huh. <laughs> What you say, Bubble? Was that wasn't it the one where he's eating spaghetti as well?
1: Yeah, yeah. There's I think yeah, maybe he was eating spaghetti and pizza. And it's Ooh. just it's so funny man but it, it's smart ai did a decent job of it considering it's a reasonably new thing but very very funny you should go check that out everybody if you haven't seen it yet just uh, search for advertisements made by ai and i'm sure you'll find it don't do it now because you're in the middle of listening listen to the show do it after you know what i'm saying
0: watch our numbers go down bing, 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 bing. <laughs> you know what i mean oh i have to see Will Smith smithy exactly spaghetti. everybody's out there doing that Mm-hmm. Get my yeah, wife's get... pizza out of your mouth. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, shit. You know. Oh dear. <laughs> I still my
3: can't wife's get pizza
0: over. out of your damn
3: mouth. <laughs> I still can't, yeah. I still can't get over Theo Vaughn calling it Will Smith's oh, husband. Man. That, yeah, yeah. That
1: cracks me up. <laughs> Male bat and boldness happens to the best of us, you know. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. happened to do Will Smith's <laughs> husband.
2: <Yeah. laughs> oh my god. It's just cruel. <laughs> <laughs> one funny
1: guy <laughs> yeah do you know Theo van do you Marge?
2: oh yeah
1: oh yeah he's fucking hilarious and he cracks he's me funny. up that guy yeah see monkey you're missing out man you gotta go find Theo you gotta go watch him <laughs> yeah I'd love to get Theo on the show as well that way imagine how funny that would be to oh. get Theo on the show god damn yeah, but anyway amazing. yeah let's talk about some news and events does anybody want to jump in and go first here um I can go first yeah there we go
3: well, volunteer. Mine's kind but, of uh, their bullhawk. So, very nice. Mine, mine's oh. kind of a mix between funny and sad, so we'll go with that one. Very um, true. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Alrighty. So, uh Mount Barker grandma Pam Bickerton sentenced after child made cupcakes with cannabis butter and then took them to school. Oof. So, <laughs> this, look. There's there's a bit in this. So, a child who was allowed to use cannabis butter of an elderly Adelaide Hills residence sold the cupcakes she made at school. She sold them as well? Oh, my gosh.
1: That's bad. Yeah, so she's she a little it, drug oh yeah. dealer.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 gets, it gets worse. <laughs> uh, so, Mount Barker great-grandmother Pam Annette Bickerton, 74, was sentenced in the Adelaide Magistrates Court on Thursday after earlier pleading guilty to one count of supplying or administering a controlled drug to a child. Magistrate Justin Wickens said her offending was detected after staff at a regional high school alerted authorities about students who had presented at the sick bay displaying symptoms consistent with cannabis consumption. Police became aware of an allegation that a student was selling cupcakes laced with cannabis at school, he said. Police spoke to two students who disclosed that another student was providing the cannabis-laced cakes. He said one of the students attended a clinic where a urine analysis returned a positive result for cannabis. Mr. Wickens said the child sewing the cupcakes was later interviewed by police and revealed that Bickerton had supplied the cannabis butter used in the cakes. No charges were laid against the child. Yeah. The wouldn't court- it be
1: funny no. if it was like, the only way we found out is the children were in their music lesson and they just could only play reggae. You know?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Well, sorry. No, you're all right uh the court was has previously heard bickerton had made the butter to help with the sleeping condition but then allowed the teen to bake with it on condition they cleaned the kitchen afterwards uh mr wickens said the aged pen yes they said uh mr wickens said the aged pensioner knew the teen was baking with the butter but did not help uh the child <laughs> asked you about it and you said go for it he said. <laughs> you know battering you know <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> <laughs> um, the court previously heard bickerton was sleeping while the teen was baking uh, he said when police arrived to speak with bickerton weeks later she had informed them about the presence of three bags of cannabis butter in her freezer which along with two bongs on the property was seized he said bickerton could not recall where she had obtained the cannabis used to make the butter uh, i'm told you're extremely remorseful for allowing this to occur he said You're very disappointed in yourself over your actions and you have removed cannabis from your life completely. Uh, Mr. Wickens said the offending, which carries a maximum penalty of life in prison, must be publicly denounced to deter others from considering similar offending. Uh, This is a very serious offending and supplying drugs to minors is a very serious offense. He said, you should understand the need to shield minors from illicit drugs use for as long as possible. He said a prison term was the only appropriate penalty for the crime, but suspended a three and a half year jail term in favour of a two year good behaviour bond.
1: Right. So what does that so mean? Yeah. It's like she isn't going to prison unless she breaks the law again in the next three and a half years.
3: No. So she's got um, so suspended three and a half year sentence, if she um but she's got the two-year good behavior. So if she does anything wrong in that two-year good behavior, straight to jail for the full term. So she could go 18 months clean as a whistle and then get pulled up for doing something wrong. Um, and they could throw her in for the entire three and a half years. Wow. 74.
2: I find this whole article confusing too, though, because one, like they keep referring to the kid as a child. And then later it says it's a teen. So yeah. is it a teen or a child? Cause I feel like that's,
3: two different I'm, things i'm yeah i look they don't give any um they don't give any real ages and i don't know whether that's just a a thing to protect protect the children or whether it's a right. um wh- whether it's just they they're on purpose calling her a child rather than um but let, let's be honest i mean if they if the kid knew and the kid did know because that's what they're saying in the, that's how I read the article it was the kid knew because she asked her and she's like, yeah, sure. Chuck it in there. Off you go. Right. Um, Cause
2: the teen is like 16 or something and not an eight year old. Like I thought when I first saw the headline. Mm, mm, yeah. Right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, and I don't know if you can bring up the, bring up the article Mackie, but there's a photo of Pam Bickerton. Yeah. It was, uh, it Scho- was on the screen. Yeah, and she's got one. She's not, she's missing a hand. Yeah, so, oh, Lord, oh, yeah, no.
1: shit. Yeah, I'll put that up on the screen again so you can all see that. well, those who are uh watching the show on YouTube. Poor lady does like
2: Well, you know, yeah. of
3: course she's yeah. She, she,
2: she was mm-hmm. part
3: of <laughs> I only <laughs> just noticed that before. I'm like, oh fuck, she's missing a hand. It's uh, one of them feel... AI generated images. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, no, I, I honestly, I, it's one of those things where, you know, minors, you, the whole, this, we say this all the time, keep it away from kids. Yeah, uh, yeah. Keep it and if your kids kid kids asks 18. you, you know, can I use
1: this cannabis butter in the cupcakes for school? Don't say yes. No, go <laughs> yeah. for it.
0: Don't say go yeah. for yeah.
3: it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Go for it is not the, the correct way to go about that. <laughs> you know, say no, hand it over. Yeah. (laughs) No, use just use the normal salted butter. That'll be fine. You can make me a batch
0: after that one with the other butter, but yeah.
1: Very smart of her to say, you know, where where did you get the cannabis? I don't remember. Yeah. (laughs) Very good. Very
0: good. I liked that one.
1: Yeah. God damn. I'm old. I don't remember anything. What even is cannabis? Cannabis. (laughs) I like it when he says, you know, she's removed cannabis from her life altogether. It's like, not really, because the police had to take two bags of cannabis out of the house. So the police necessarily (laughs) removed it from her life altogether.
3: Uh, so, but yeah, and it, next week she'll still have some in there. You know, it was just very irresponsible,
1: man. It, you you can't let the kid take the foot because it, that's other kids getting fucking smashed off the shit as well. You know, you can't do that, man. Yeah, yeah that's that, the problem, that, really. Yeah, they, the kid mm-hmm. play has no
2: idea how strong those brownies are, and they're selling them or handing them out at school. And yeah,
3: I, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm assuming that the whole selling them at school thing might have been for like one of those um. Bake sales, Uh, bake sale (laughs) things, yeah. And uh, hey, come um, support the the band, yes. Come get baked, baked at the bake sale. Use Uh, this butter, uh, they're uh,
1: worth more with this butter in.
3: I I wonder how much you were selling them for. That's the other side of that.
1: Um, (laughs) You interested? You want to buy some, do you, or you want to support the cause? Yeah,
3: yeah, support the cause. You know, someone's got to pay for Pam's legal fees. Oh yeah, look. oh yeah. Again, don't don't be letting kids play with it. That's yeah. We've yeah. said this so many times.
1: That's um, it, man. It, and we laugh and joke about this shit, but it really it, you can't do that shit to kids, man. And you can't do that shit to adults. We have said on the show before. You know, if you're gonna use cannabis edibles or anybody wants to use your cannabis edibles, they need to be very aware that there's cannabis in it. You know, you can't yeah. just give it to them without them knowing. That is not cool, man. That is not how you do things. You know, and you especially can't give it to kids. It's crazy, talk.
0: No, you should actually. Uh, if if it's your yeah. edibles you're giving away, let people know about how strong they are, too, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and just that somebody it well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you're know, an RSO cookie, and you're out for a week. Well, and I'm always
3: sh- extremely clear about that when I give somebody a gummy or something. I'm mm-hmm. like, bro, half take half. And they're like, take oh, this, no, no. I'm like, wait two hours half. before you think about <laughs> anything
0: else. Two full <laughs> hours.
3: Yeah, that's it. And and then make sure that you stand up and wander around for a bit because two hours laying on the couch, you're not going to pick up exactly how high you are. Wait till you stand up. Stand up, walk
0: (laughs) around, you'll feel the way. Yeah, if you're woozy, don't take any more, please.
1: (laughs) This bit is a bit dodgy here, where he said one of the students attended a clinic where a urine analysis returned a positive result for cannabis. So nobody even knew about it until... The, the, this one child the one student went and had a piss test done and they found cannabis in the piss and then it was like why is there cannabis in your piss oh it must have been from them cupcakes i
3: ate at the bake sale it's like yeah well does, no, does that make sense apparently students had presented at the sick bay displaying symptoms consistent with cannabis consumption so right so, so obviously they've they've bought them had them, high as fuck and wandered into the, into the, um, uh, the sick bay going, yeah, look, I'm not feeling a hundred percent. I can't um, stop and... laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody help me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Everything's
0: hilarious. Uh,
3: and, and then from there it went that there was, um, that there was an allegation that they were selling cupcakes. And I'm assuming that then that one, one of those, said students then had to go went to a clinic and got a urine sample done because those urine samples you know they don't it's not like they have them at the school (laughs) so there's there's a, a there would be a good day if not more in between when this would have all happened and when they would have got that test done
1: yeah teachers became suspicious when all of the students couldn't pick up their pens because they were claiming their hands were huge you know (laughs)
0: <laughs> did you have prince disease or king's disease
1: oh shit man you know what i mean Gosh. the sausage fingers going out got, got Co- coronation out. cakes is what we call <laughs> them here. that's
0: what they are yes
3: <laughs> coronation cakes
1: <laughs> savage but yes not very cool grandma don't give yeah. cannabis butter to your child to make cakes it's not cool
0: gosh don't give, don't give weed to kids especially mm. not knowing it
1: you know mm. that's stupid mm-hmm. that's right man only ever for medicinal uses and that's without our professional telling you to do so don't don't be a fool but good story bubble it's a good one man
0: yeah, yeah.
2: you're welcome <laughs> i thought it was funny <laughs>
1: uh M- monkey do you want to do one now you want to talk about yours? yours is uh a little this
2: is kind of yeah. A bit
0: long, but, you know, we talk about this a good bit, so I thought it would be something that might, might be interesting covering. It says, too high to drive? Scientists are working on a marijuana breathalyzer that could detect THC levels. You know, we all know one of the issues we have right now is no reliable testing for for impairment. You know, we, you can take blood or you can take it's, it takes spit, you can take urine, and the only thing that's going to do is give you, yeah, you've had cannabis within the last month or two, you know, one mm-hmm, of those mm-hmm. things. So that's not something there that we want. So scientists at a Phoenix-based company, Electrotech, are working to create a cannabis breathalyzer to detect recent consumption of THC, the major psychoactive component in cannabis. As cannabis criminalization spreads across the country, the market for plant has flourished, along with the need for technology that can detect THC impairment. Now, this is important. This is why I went to the, the article, because they're talking about THC impairment, not just having it in your system. So. This is maybe going to be a step forward. We'll see, though. Currently, cannabis is completely banned in only three states. Thirty-eight states, three territories, and a district of Columbia allow medical use of cannabis product, and more than twenty states now—it's twenty-two, soon to be twenty-three—allow recreational use for adults, according to the National Conference of of State Legislatures. I I think, especially in states where it's legalized, we need a device that can detect whether someone is impaired said Kayla Merker, the uh, research assistant for Electrotech. What they're looking for is impairment here. They're not just looking for the presence of THC. So this is actually a Mm. good thing, in my Mm -hmm. opinion, if it goes the way we think it's going to go. Electrotech was founded in 2020 after CEO CEO Ivan Dazari and co-founder Neil K. Gard decided to create a company that would focus on the detection of THC based on their prior work at UCLA. Using the science to detect weed with a handheld device, Dari, who was born and raised in Arizona, earned his bachelor's and master's degree at Arizona State University in medical biochemistry. After getting his doctorate from the University of Oregon in 2016, he received a National Institute of Health grant to work as an organic chemist at UCLA. After working together, Greg and Darcy realized that there is a greater need for general public to understand the importance of science in everyday problem solving. When I think, I think when people hear about the chemistry or science, they kind of shudder and don't like what, what it's all about, Dari said. So we really wanted to do what we could to sort of bridge that gap. We did a lot of outreach, including this whole series about organic chemistry coloring books. Some were for kids and some were for adults. But what Professor Garrig, also did was he would give lectures in public uh, spaces talking about the very simple fundamental chemistry and discoveries that the, li- that the, this led to discoveries in everyday use. In these lectures, Garrett would, would you include examples of one well-known example of a breathalyzer. After an audience member asked why there isn't such technology for marijuana yet, Dari says, we came back to the lab and asked a bunch of researchers, hey, let's look at this and see why there isn't technology like this. Uh, I think, frankly, they didn't think it was possible, you know, because you keep hearing that, you know, uh, Alcohol is an organic molecule and it's gasified and things like this. It's easy to detect in your breath. Well, cannabis evidently is not as easy. So Mm -hmm. the initial hurdle Mm -hmm. at a federal level, cannabis is still considered illegal. Schedule one substance along with heroin, meth and everything else that the U.S. considers to be evil. Obtaining a drug enforcement administration license took a year of paperwork, calls, emails and security just to be able to conduct the research. Wow. Then they tackle the challenge of converting fundamental chemistry into something they could actually use in a handheld device. We looked at the molecular structure of alcohol versus THC, and this is the deal: alcohol is is a like two carbons and an oxygen, and it's pretty easy to in a breathalyzer to, to use like fuel cell technology and look at the oxidation rates and things like this. He said in can- THC you don't have that; you have carbon in a lot more places, and it's a much more complicated structure. So they published a paper about the idea and gathered a lot of interest from donors and investors, leading to them to start this electric tech company. Currently, the company has six full-time employees and an office laboratory space in a building in in, um, Arizona State University downtown campus in Phoenix. Now, testing for cannabis remains very limited in the U.S. Overall, the need for a breathalyzer stems from the fact that current testing detects uh, cannabis usage over days rather than recent use and is more closely linked that that would be more closely linked to impairment. That's the problem we're seeing. Like, yeah, you can be stopped and get the spit test and then are only going to tell you that you've had cannabis within the last week.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's not and even if you compare, have just
0: smoked
1: cannabis, it's, it doesn't really say anything about impairment, does it?
0: No, it I mean. doesn't because it, and that's, and that's the problem we've been having because they're only mm-hmm. testing right now for, metabolites of of the THC, not actually how much THC is in your blood. They're looking for the the, uh, residues, the metabolites. Mm
3: -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. what this
0: technology is trying to do is trying to figure out a way, let's look at the THC and not the metabolites again. Pretty good stuff. So we don't have technology that is really capable of testing for THC, especially recent THC, so somewhere like in Arizona, you get pulled over and we're still using the old school testing that can really tell you whether you're recently used THC, whether you've used it a month ago, whether you use it, a, you know, two months ago. So you can still get prosecuted and you can still be denied the right to work, the right to drive, the right to do a lot of things because you'll be considered, you know, a lawbreaker uh, and, a, and a, you know, unfortunately, uh, a, a drug user that, for something that's still federally illegal. So Thomas Marquette, the director of the Center for Medicinal Cannabis Research at the University of California in San Diego, has also been conducting cannabis testing clinical trials for more than two decades and is currently the principal investigator on a study addressing the effects of cannabis on driving performance. So what they're doing is they're actually getting other people involved here saying, you've been looking at impairment. What do you consider impairment? What do we need to be testing for?
1: Yeah, and and And, this is it. Sparky just said in the chat here, I'm less optimistic then monkey is on this. Uh, What about personal tolerance, extreme variability when it comes to impairment? For sure, you, man. You,
0: you're ahead of me on the game, but I was going to get to that later on. I was going to talk about that because yeah, even, even uh, breathalyzers for alcohol, this is something that, that uh, mm, you, you mm. go into trial and lawyers are uh, argue constantly, you know, is 0.05 or, or 0.0, whatever percent is uh, that you you are on alcohol. Is that impairment from my client here is, you know, is, is that really something dangerous? Well, the same thing with, with, thc somebody who is the first time ever getting high a very very low amount of thc is going to be extreme impairment but for a yeah, medical but, patient
1: so i was just thinking what you could do is if you pulled over by the police and you're high right just be angry and, and they'll, <laughs> they'll never believe that you're stoned if you're fucking freaking out I'm like, what you pulled me over for man what's wrong with you don't you know i'm busy i got things to do what the fuck man <laughs>
3: No, but, yeah, they'll but, be like, but "Whoa, then, he's uh, definitely not high." What about... Then, then they'll be like, "This, this guy's got to be on crack." Nobody gets. Oh yeah, shit. Baby whoa, too. he's <laughs> a he's oh, a yeah. meth, bro.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's
0: tweaking, man. Shit. <laughs> so, what these people are doing though is they're involving these people in sanford San Diego that have been conducting t- clinical trials on the effects of THC on driving. So they're they're trying to tie in behavior with levels of impairment here. So. I understand exactly what what everybody's concerned about here as far as impairment, what's my tolerance versus theirs, but I have to say this is at least a better process than what they're doing now. You know, now it's like, oh, you smoke cannabis a month ago, you're impaired, you lose your driver's license, you're done. At least this is going to at least get us a little bit closer to the answer that we're all looking for. So THC concentrations in the blood spike very quickly and then very quickly distributes to other parts of the body. So within an hour, the amount of THC detectable in the blood is very low. A person can still be impaired at these low blood concentrations. It's just that it's happening in their brain, not in their blood. So uh, Margaret said regular cannabis users can also have low levels of THC in their blood hours and days after use. And in that case of traffic safety, it can take hours after, after the blood is drawn to test the blood leading to low concentrations. So unlike alcohol, Marquette says there is currently no biological method to determine legal limit for THC above which an individual can be called impaired. So again, here you go, that they are admitting that there is no definition of impairment at this point. So that's not a bad thing. At least they're admitting they don't understand it. Yeah. So... With respect to driving, at this point, the best approach is for law enforcement to take into consideration the total of evidence, including behavior, driver interviews, field sobriety tests, and other physical testings. So that's a that to me, that was very a good statement right there. It, yeah. Test and see if the mm-hmm, guys mm-hmm. Or, or girl is impaired. You should be able to know this, you know.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. More of a so, common sense approach. Yes. Yeah, um
0: stoners like that. You,
3: you guys have the same tests. I think that we do with that lick test. Um, and it's like, you know, drag this across your tongue. Mm-hmm. And it's and there. I, I know of people personally that have been done like nine days after they smoked and that a hundred percent nine days after. Um, So, and then other ones that have smoked a bong, walk out the door five seconds later, get pulled over, get tested, nothing. So mm-hmm. it's, it's apart from them just being dodgy tests. Mm-hmm. You can't, you just can't ascertain how high somebody is from a lick test. It's, it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. If you
1: seen that? Uh, there's an Instagram reel where the copper comes up to the window and he is like, uh, "Blow into this," and they blow into it's one of them duck quacker whistles. You know, you know, then things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know, blow it, <laughs> and they, then they laugh at it really hard. It's like, yeah, they're definitely high. Get out of the car.
3: Yeah. You know? <laughs> that, would, that would
0: be a valid test. <laughs> That'd be stupid. I'm sorry, it'd be dumb. I like I like
3: the one. I like the one where he pulls him over and yeah. opens the windows and all the smoke comes out and he's like, why are you stopped here? You've been sitting here for 20 minutes And they're like, oh, we're just waiting for the sign to turn green and it's a fucking stop sign. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah you're definitely too high if that happened, God
0: damn. yeah, exactly. that's like Qixin Chang, the and and then and uh up and spoke, you know, hey, man, how's my driving? think we're parked, man. <laughs> so anyway while current technology which detects cannabis uses through blood or urine sample is not yet refined enough to work like a breathalyzer electrotech is focused on what scientists call the peak impairment window there are clinical trials that show that there are trace amounts of thc on the breath that are present between three and six hours after usage Uh, we want to be able to capture that time frame which would correlate most of the the peak impairment window for which we've been calling for. Forbes, who joined the company in May 2021, said the product will benefit public in many ways, especially in regards to public safety. Now, this statement here is one that that I don't believe. It says, we know from Colorado, once cannabis legalization passed, especially for recreational use, there was an increase in the incidence of people impaired due to THC while driving, leading to the number leading to a number of traffic fatalities. I didn't hear about this after the legalization of cannabis. Yeah. I heard that there were an increase of people getting ticketed for driving under the influence, but I did not hear that, that these people were causing fatalities.
1: Mm-hmm. No, so, I didn't hear anything about it. I mean, I'm sure I've heard it, uh, not the opposite way, but I've, I've heard that there has been no rise since uh, legalization. Yeah.
0: That's what I keep hearing, and study mm-hmm. after study after study. And I think if it would have been the other way, that the opponents to cannabis would have been all over that, and would it be still all over that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not saying that they're lying here. I think that they may have picked their information from different sources. Mm-hmm. Let's just let's just say that you know what cherry saying? picking.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Said impairment due to THC while driving leading to number of traffic fatalities said it is a big problem that we see growing nationwide. These people are legally using a product, but they're not actually being responsible because they don't know their own impairment levels. Uh, Mayer, associate professor of psychology in Arizona State University, said uh, has researched the effects of cannabis use on cognitive functions and mental and physical health. According to Mayer, THC is a fat soluble. We all know this, which means it is absorbed into the fat tissue and is gradually released to the bloodstream, which can show a positive blood or urine test for THC. The can- even if the user has not used cannabis recently, what they're attempting to do here is they're trying to, they're they're trying to get a reliable test breathalyzer. One big problem with national legalization in the states is the fear that you'll have a lot of people running or driving around intoxicated, causing all these accidents and quote unquote, we can't test for cannabis. We don't know how to do this. We don't know what to do here. So I think that if this thing would ever come to pass a, a, a working breathalyzer that could test for actual impairment, that would help. I think at, help the police departments over across the country advocate that maybe we could let this happen now. One of those mm. things, but Um, And then uh, the eventual goal of this company is to try and produce a consumer model, one that you can put in your own pocket, just like like people carry breathalyzers sometimes, that you can actually test yourself for impairment before getting behind the wheel and see what's going on there. So it's a good idea. This is something that's going to be down the line and and their goal, this is a very long article. It goes for quite a ways down here still. And it just keeps reiterating the same points over and over. But what this company is trying to do here is they're looking for just a simple, cheap, effective way for everybody, for everyone and anyone, consumers, law enforcement, just to make sure that you're either impaired or not impaired, not just have you had any cannabis, are you impaired? Mm -hmm. So if that happens, and, and I'm like bang switch, I'm, I'm going to be very skeptical here, you know, the whole thing. But if that happens, I think that would be a wonderful thing because now we could actually use it as our medicine and not be afraid to ever get stopped because, you know, if, you ever, if you're a medical cannabis user, if you ever get tested, you're going to test positive. So mm-hmm. if we can find that's, a way to test for active THC versus residual THC, that's what I'm that, looking at.
3: So over in the States, you don't have a defense
0: for medicinal? Um they're starting to put it on the books in some states but no. Yeah. Overall so we do not have that.
3: Same here we've got like one state that has um a legal defense if you're pulled up and you're a medicinal user. Uh, every other state it's leak test and if you leak test you go into court. And I think there's been like a handful of people that have managed to get off the charge. because uh, yeah. the charge the charge here is drive with a prescribed illicit substance. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, it's not illicit for me because it's medicine I'm prescribed, and they're mm-hmm. like, yes, but it's you know it, the whole it, it becomes a whole fucking shit fight, wastes police and court time and your time for that matter. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think I I like it. I like it as I I think we um they were doing this a while back. They were looking into this as well. Um, I think there was a company up in Canada actually, from memory, that was doing something similar. Um, and it kind of just. We heard a little bit about it and then we heard nothing about it,
0: but well, um, these people don't, don't just drop it because it's needed. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. It's you know, it'd be the, the only thing out of, out of everything that you just went over there that got me a little bit dubious was when they're, they're talking about, Oh, you know, like alcohol, you can test the metabolites on the, like they're testing some metabolites on the breath or whatever it happens to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Um If, as you said as a medicinal user if you're using it correctly and you're using it how you should there may be times when you've had it you're not impaired but it's still on your breath so exactly. there's there's got there's there's a lot to look at and unpack from that
1: and mm-hmm. something about uh, a uh, firetop in the chat mentioned as well do you think this is going to work for edibles do you, do you what do you think marches like the edibles expert no yeah, sure.
2: although you i actually I don't know. That's like, it's a completely different process the way they're mm. metabolized by the body. So
3: mm. that's, well, that's how, that's how a lot of people get around it here.
0: Yeah. Edibles.
3: Mm. Yeah. Interesting you, because, because edibles don't end up, they're not in your saliva. They don't sit in your mouth. Mm. Right.
0: Now, so I've heard, I've heard that hack to get past the, uh, the lick test, you know, just that uh, mild acid test mm. thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we're not going to get flags if we go ahead and say it. Say that, are we, Mackie? <laughs> well, we don't give a fuck about no flags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of people are saying that, Yeah, a, a swig of apple cider vinegar or lemon juice or something acidic in your mouth right before you mm. you pull up to the checkpoint will will get you sail right past the uh, the lick test. I've mm. never had to try it, but I, you know, I would definitely try it if I had the resources yeah. in my car, though.
1: Yeah, my granddad always yeah. used to drive around with a packet of mints in his car just in case. You know, (laughs) back in the day. But yeah, interesting story, man. And it is something that we need some reliable tests to to see people are impaired while driving on cannabis. But We also need it for uh, many other things, man. You need to see people are impaired because they didn't sleep properly. And if they are taking strong painkiller drugs like gabapentin and shit, you know, them fucking pills really fuck you up, man. Maybe we Mm -hmm. should design tests for those too. Well, even
0: during the opioid crisis, there were no impairment tests for opioids behind the mm-hmm. wheel, you know? That was strictly the cop had to look at you and basically say yes or no and, and make a choice. Mm-hmm. Nobody I was screaming, don't... where's our test for opioids? Yep. But, they test yeah. They just hate weed. You're not right. wrong about that, man. They do hate weed.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyway, we have a, an, uh, a news article here from the UK from the most reliable... News agency in the UK, known as the Daily Mail, everybody.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, the Daily <laughs> Fail. Yeah. The that, Daily oh, yeah, Mail.
1: that's right. I said it wrong. Yeah. Daily Fail. That's right. It's not the most reliable <laughs> news article <laughs> producer in the UK. It is a shitty paper, everybody. Just making sure that you know that before we carry on. And I only bring this article to your attention because it's just a big part of bullshit from the Daily Fail. Right. And the title of this news article is Mental strain. Marijuana. Don't know why they're using the M word when we use cannabis in the UK in the UK here. And, you know, it's datamail.co.uk that has this article. But anyway, yeah, they obviously got ChatGPT to write this for them. Uh, <laughs> cannabis. <laughs> cannabis may be behind 30% of schizophrenia cases in young men. Know. Major uh. NIH funded study suggests. Uh, and we'll just move directly onto the article here. Cannabis may be driving a surge in schizophrenia cases among young men, a major government funded study suggested. Let me just say, because I like to make sure you uh, you all know this shit. When they say a major government funded study, it's not government funded. It's taxpayer money funded. All right. (laughs) Just saying. You paid for that study, but the government had their uh, bias added to it. Researchers backed by the National Institute on Drug Abuse estimated 30% of schizophrenia cases in men aged between 21 and 30 are linked to cannabis addiction. (laughs) Overall, across all age groups, the analysis of 6 million people found 15% of diagnoses in men and 4% in women could be attributed to the drug. Dr. Nora Volko, N-I-D-A director and co-author of the study, said the results called for urgent action and demanded people to think twice before smoking cannabis. Schizophrenia cases have been rising in recent decades, linked to the growing and aging populations. But the researchers warn it could become more common as cannabis becomes increasingly legal. This is something which Dr. Grinspoon mentioned uh, on his interview, uh, which was released on Wednesday. So if you haven't heard it yet, go back and listen to that. But he said, and he's a reliable fucking doctor with, you know, no bias, man. He he cuts it right down the middle. tells you what's good, what's bad. And he said, if there were any real relation between cannabis and schizophrenia, we would have seen it already because loads of places have legalized over the last 10, 20 years, and there hasn't been a rise in schizophrenia cases. So you would have, I mean, there's been a rise in cases, but that's because of the rise in population. But there's yeah. been a lot more people who have access to cannabis, and we haven't seen a rise in more people being schizophrenic, you know? So, no, the mm-hmm. numbers been Just static on that. that.
2: Mackie, because I just listened to that episode or that interview today, and he was talking about cannabis addiction as well, and how broad, uh, how broad of a definition cannabis addiction is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As well, like that. So, I mean, if they're linked to cannabis addiction, but the the definition of cannabis addiction is massive.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not
2: really sure it's a really good uh, link to be making, and they don't really. I don't know if they get into how they do this study, but. It's the daily
1: fail. So probably not. They probably (laughs) don't. Right. And even if they did, they wouldn't report it in this news article. (laughs) Uh, Dr. Volko said the entanglement of substance use disorder and mental illness is a major public health issue requiring urgent action and support for people who need it. Like you really give a fuck. Do you really give a fuck? It's so full of shit, man. You know, the fake care that they're like, Oh, we care so much about the public and their health fuck off man you've been selling the nhs off piece by piece for the last 15 years and letting people die are preventable fucking diseases but you want to try and tell us that you care about our fucking health you know how stupid this shit is gosh chill as access to potent cannabis products continues to expand it is crucial that we also expand prevention screening and treatment for people who may experience mental illnesses associated with cannabis use she added the findings from this study are one step in that direction and can help inform decisions that help inform decisions what yeah yeah chat gpt definitely wrote this uh, can <laughs> informed decisions that healthcare providers may make in caring for patients, as well as decisions that individuals may make about their own cannabis use. Several studies have found links between cannabis and schizophrenia in the past, though the exact cause is not clear. You know that ad hoc ergo propter hoc? You know that old fucking Latin saying it? Correlation does not always equal causation. Yeah. You know, it's I'm like maybe thinking. people who are more prone to having schizophrenia may also use cannabis it's not that cannabis is causing the schizophrenia it's maybe it's people who have schizophrenia also like to use cannabis to relieve their symptoms maybe that's a possibility but you know it, it's uh they don't want to tell us that they don't want to be all logical and shit. uh cannabis can cause psychosis and it could also cure it remember everybody we're we covered that a few weeks ago. So. But only if
0: it's it's got plenty of CBD in it, right? That's oh, only only if yeah.
1: it's government cannabis.
0: Oh, that's, uh, that's right. Yeah. right. That's uh-huh.
1: right. Uh-huh.
0: They refine all the, all the psychosis out of it when they when they send it out is what they're doing but when yeah, they irradiate it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they, psychosis, it psychosis
1: free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cannabis can cause psychosis, impairing the way you think, make decisions, handle emotions, and interact with reality and so can reading the daily mail (laughs) it can also interfere (laughs) with brain development in young people but Uh, it may be that (laughs) yeah yeah that's it that's that's fair we won't argue with that you know we should kids shouldn't be using it unless it's for medicinal purposes but uh but it may be that people who are schizophrenic simply use cannabis to ease their symptoms that's what i said i saw into the future About <laughs> 2.8 million adults in the United States have the condition. Wow, that's pretty heavy, man. Estimates uh, suggest patients suffer symptoms, including losing touch with reality, hallucinations, paranoia, and the inability to answer questions. As a result, sufferers face problems in their personal and professional lives. There is no cure for the condition, with doctors instead focusing on management, managing the symptoms uh, via antipsychotic medications and therapy. Uh, In the latest study, researchers in Denmark analyzed the medical records of 6 million people over five decades from 1972 to 2021. All participants were aged between 16 and 49, at least once over the period, surveyed. They were all from Denmark, where recreational cannabis is illegal but can be accessed via the black market. Participants' medical files were checked for cannabis use disorder which was defined as being unable to stop using the drug, even if it was causing damage to their health and social lives. Anyway, blah, 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 blah. That's the daily fail for you. What do you all think about this? It's a, uh, uh, I just think it's just a pile of bullshit. It's a clickbait article and it just wants you to click on it and read it. There, There is no evidence either way to say that schizophrenia is caused or prevented by cannabis. What yeah, do I don't
2: you know read? if the study itself really, I don't know, makes it, yeah.
3: No. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, look, yeah. Look, I'm I'm all for studies and things, but right. be be honest about the fucking study. If you if you're Facts, wasting, please. It, yes. yeah. If you're going <laughs> to be wasting people's money anyway, may as well do it properly. Like <laughs> yeah. my my biggest question about the whole thing, apart from the fact that it gives me the shits every time they talk about, oh, you know, cannabis addiction and things like that. It's like People have an addict, People can have an addictive personality, right? That doesn't mean that they're addicted to cannabis as such. They're addicted to a substance and substance abuse. It's not necessarily cannabis as a whole. It's just cannabis tends to be the one they gravitate to. I'm not saying that there isn't the potential for that to occur in some people because it does. However, that, that that's my feeling on it. But if you're going to do these tests on 6 million mm-hmm. people, where'd they get the cannabis? How has it grown? what was in it what was it grown with
2: like well it also says here though they just the te- the study sounds like they analyzed the re- medical records of 6 million people over 5 decades between a certain age range mm-hmm. and then pulled the data from that like yeah. what tests were they actually doing besides yeah. being like, well this person has schizophrenia and also at one point in their life said that they had a cannabis use disorder or something like that and that's how they're making the correlation i, you know, I don't
1: And what did I say? All these people were from Denmark. Maybe living in Denmark gives you schizophrenia, huh? (laughs) Right. You know what I'm saying? But uh, Mary Jane in the chat brought up a good point. I just want to read it out properly here. They talk about all negative effects of cannabis, but never talk about the potential risks of having tardive dyskinesia from taking medical drugs. It's all just BS. That's right. you, You never hear about that shit. You know, it, if you want to find out what kind of bad effects medic- medication is going to have, you've got to read the fucking shit on the back, and it'll be like, may cause suicidal thoughts, and you know, mm-hmm. and all of this fucking shit which they put on the back, but you never hear now, about that in the paper, do you?
0: Isn't a uh, suicidal thought? That's that's a uh, what? Is that kind of like uh, maybe? Uh, what would you call that again?
1: Uh, depression. Yeah. I, I Psychosis? Psychosis. Psychosis. <laughs> sure. Sure.
0: That's where I'm going with that. I was like, but, I thought you'd pick up on that real quick. But yeah, right. I mean, come on, all of these warnings on these drugs. Yeah, of course these drugs can cause psychosis too, but they're not—they're not warning you about that. They're mm. saying, oh, maybe something else. But cannabis is bad. It's going to give you psychosis.
1: Now, what about all the fucking problems statins cause? With it? Man, I heard uh, there's a Tell recent Joe Rogan up, episode. That, uh, episode of Joe Rogan recently, he got um, a doctor in from the UK who is an expert on statins, and he's told some crazy shit, man. You need to go listen to that episode. You know, there's a lot of facts in there dropped by a medical professional who knows what the fuck he's talking about. But I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm definitely not a medical professional. But <laughs> it's like they never report on that. Like there's there's facts about this guy dropped that should be in the newspaper and be like, yo, this is what the the stats and the facts are showing. But you know, no, ignore that. But cannabis might cause schizophrenia. It's all a lot of fucking bullshit. <laughs>
2: Yeah. yeah, and like it says here too, like the NIDA, which funded the study, has been outspoken in its warnings over cannabis use in the states, warning mm-hmm. that far too little is known about its health effects, and that it's widely available for recreational use. Well, yeah, so is it, so what? let <laughs> like, Do whatever they want to do. You can go and drink yourself to death, or smoke cigarettes, or live off of cheeseburgers from McDonald's too.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
2: and everyone knows the effects of that. I,
0: yeah. These- these doctors okay. act like cannabis is something brand new out there. They don't realize, and they, they won't admit that it's been used for thousands and thousands of years. And we have a lot of information on the material.
1: You know what I mean? Right. This has been what going on says. for this has been going on for so long, man. Maybe it is like Crocs, the shoes. Crocs. Maybe that's causing the schizophrenia. They're mm-hmm. they're new. They've been around for a long time, so a certain amount of people could have been using them. It's just look,
0: shit, man. I think it's carrots. Yeah, mate, it's carrots. Absolutely, carrots. Could, could definitely <laughs> it's, it's, be. It could be carrots. Yeah, carrots cuts cause psychosis.
2: It's in the water.
0: Oh, it's always in the water. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's that it's the plastic in the bottled water. It? That's what it is, man. <laughs> and they're, B- turning is. The frog they're turning the frogs gay. They're turning the frogs gay. It's just it's
3: just because they stopped delivering mail every day. Now it comes every second. Maybe, day. maybe, yeah. maybe it's Amazon.
0: Amazon, yeah, yeah Amazon Any, causes
1: it. Anyway, so that's a thank you, Daily Mail, for keeping us all informed here in the UK. We appreciate you.
0: It seems like that's the biggest thing that they want to warn you about in the UK is cannabis psychosis. I mean, every time you give me an article, it's psychosis, this psychosis, that Mm -hmm. they need a new game. They need a new trick over there to to scare everybody. We're tired of that. That one thing they keep throwing at us. Oh, no, they throw a lot
1: of us here in the UK. You're afraid to leave the house most of the time because the shit is bad over here. But anyway, we should move on to uh, Margie's news article, which is very interesting.
2: Yeah. Speaking of studies, because I speaking I, of happened, studies. I, like, I like said uh, articles about studies, can cannabis be used <laughs> to treat brain cancer? Let's find out. Huh.
1: Let's find out <laughs> from this absolutely non-biased article.
0: I'm sure it, I'm sure somebody says it's going to give you brain cancer. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, this
2: this one's suggesting perhaps uh, some encouraging new treatments. So, when Dr. Jasmine Lalonde's team set out to s- set out to study the effects of certain cannabis molecules called flavonoids on brain function, they made a rather unexpected discovery: the molecules may have potential to treat brain cancer. Lalonde, a University of Guelph professor of neuroscience in the Department of Molecular and Cellular Biology, and PhD candidate Jennifer Holborn recently published their findings in the journal Phytomedicine Plus. Flavonoids are well-studied, a well-studied group of molecules found in many plants that are known to reduce pain and inflammation in the body, explains Lalonde. He and Holborn set out to study two particular flavonoids found only in cannabis plants, can flavin A and can flavin B, neither of which I've heard of. I don't know about you guys, but no. <laughs> um, never heard of canflavin A or B. Previous research has found can flavins can have an anti-inflammatory inf- effect, but the full extent of their biological activity remains to be understood. He and his group were particularly interested in the uh GR key, I don't know, the signaling pathway, which helps regulate growth and differentiation in brain cells. We had previously studied flavonoids from other plants and found that they increased the signaling in the neurons. He and his team hypothesized that canflavin A and B would re- produce the same results using the cerebral cortex of mu- of mouse embryos to test the effects of canflavin A and canflavin B on the signaling pathway the researchers realized very quickly that these molecules were having a rather unexpected effect they were decreasing this TR key I can't even say it i t- I don't know how supposed to say <laughs> TRK t- 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 signaling
1: That's the one this- it, It's <laughs> right. okay we do this often much you know how it is I have butchered more words than you so right. just carry on mess it up if you want I to like I am still the winner yourself, when it comes yeah. to fucking up words
2: you know? Right. <laughs> that's why I was saying just signaling pathway because it was easier. Mm-hmm. But that's right. <laughs> just keep doing that. <laughs> Surprise finding has important health implications. Increased trick B signaling often occurs in many cancers, including glioblastoma, a type of brain, brain cancer. And these brain cancers are able to make less invasive cancer cells around them more aggressive through this trk trkB signaling. The Let's say
1: truckba. Cannabis-
2: truck
3: what
1: is it, yeah. Trick, yeah. <laughs> trick 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 <laughs> Truck I like, like
0: truckba.
2: <laughs> the cannabis molecules block this same signaling pathway, suggesting that they could be used to attack brain cancer cells and limit their growth. This exciting research is the first step in finding an effective way to tr- target the signaling with canned flavins to stop the growth emit- and metastatic. Fuck me.
3: <laughs> Metastasis,
2: is it? Yes, cancer cells. <laughs> <laughs> the next goal is to characterize these compounds as candidates for therapeutic agents against gli- glioblastoma multiform, a common and aggressive form of adult brain cancer, says Holborn. Uh, what else did they say here? I mean, it's still early days because they were doing this research in mice, obviously, and you can't you know, there's not a direct link from my studies to human studies, but they did say that a startup company called Can Cannerda has partnered with us and is invest, investing in our research through a MyTax Accelerate Fellowship, and this will allow us to put more effort towards characterizing these molecules as novel anti-cancer agents. So this research is ongoing and has exciting potential to expand the use of flavins beyond their anti-inflammatory properties, delivering a new way to use cannabis as a therapeutic agent for cancer. So there you have it, folks. Studies in mice are showing some really promising stuff for what is probably otherwise a really scary diagnosis. If anybody, Mm -hmm. you know, you get a diagnosis of brain cancer, and I'm sure most of the time, well, I don't yeah, I actually. Don't my really fa- my father-in-law was—he
1: died a couple of years ago from the same shit, glioblastoma. Gli- right. Gli- gli- yeah, that shit. You know, brain cancer, right? And
2: Yeah.
1: He, he couldn't use cannabis because cannabis was illegal in the UK, right. or he, he at least wasn't prescribed it. And he had health insurance, which you know was—he had life insurance. So if he used cannabis, his life insurance would have been invalid, and it would have left his wife with a fucking big bill to pay so we couldn't use cannabis but there's always uh, not always but over the last 10 years or so there's been a lot of talk about this about cannabis being able to treat cancer especially glioplastoma and I, i i said a few times since then you know it's like how pissed are people gonna be if in five years time we find out that oh after all this time cannabis does kill cancer cells and we were mm-hmm. wrong to not let people save their fucking family members. Because you know, I could have yeah. got a grow on. I could have fucking made a load of RSO and give him the fucking cannabis medicine that he needed, and he might still be with us today if we knew that this, uh, that this is actually the case, and it does reduce the size of cancer. It, it's just it's so much fucking bullshit, man. It's like What's do the fucking studies.
2: You? It's because that like it was illegal for so long. Obviously, there's so much we still don't know. And there's mm-hmm. so much to this plant that's still being discovered. I mean, can flavin A and can flavin B flavonoids in the plant? We're not even talking about cannabinoids, mm. no, but these particular flavonoids that are found only in cannabis and not not anywhere else, which yeah. makes it pretty fascinating.
1: But it's more stuff that uh, Dr. Greenspoon brought up the other day because we spoke briefly about cancer and cannabis as well. And he says sometimes cancer goes away on its own. You know, the immune system will fight it and it will attack the cells and get rid of it. And, you know, it, there's so many other things that need to be taken into consideration before we can say fully that cannabis does kill right. cancer cells. Yeah, he was but, saying
2: that you can't just say, we'll smoke cancer or smoke weed and <laughs> it'll go away. or use that yeah. as your only treatment option. But I think if they're looking at doing this, like these canned flavins, they would probably be developed into some kind of drug or something, I would imagine.
1: Mm-hmm. Which they can charge you a fucking fortune for, because that's what keeps the the medical profession running. The pharmaceutical industry needs to make these medications that they can extort people for, because you pay for it. You know, if you had a mm-hmm. family member who had this and was dying and you need to go out and buy the fucking cannabis oil, to stop them from dying, you'd pay. You'd pay a stupid amount of money for it. For it, man. That's just the way. It if is. I,
3: if if it was ever in in my field of view and something like that happened into a family member or a friend, good luck fucking stopping me making it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll but, take this a fucking it, prison sentence if I have to.
1: I got it all, and I got all the 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 RS the um the ISO. I got the sunflower leca thing. I got the whole shit, and I was, I told him I was. Like, I'm gonna make this oil for. Him. He's like, I can't take it, man. I can't take it because if right. I take it, then, you know, in one of the few occasions where where you could actually have a conversation with him because the brain cast, it was really aggressive, man. And it just took a few months yeah. to fucking take over and it took him and it was shocking. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, he, he was pretty, pretty adamant that he were not going to head in that direction, man. Cause he couldn't, mm-hmm. he couldn't take that risk because he's leaving his family behind and he needs to make sure that everything's paid for when he was the main breadwinner.
3: It's mm-hmm. fucking oh, no, I'm not. Yeah, don't don't get me wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah I, know, I know you're not saying that I'm a cunt for not giving it to him. <laughs> I, know, I know you're not saying that way.
3: <laughs>
1: but it's just that in this particular situation, the, the government and the insurance industries have made it in such a way where it's difficult for you to even treat people with cannabis. It's fucking ridiculous.
3: You either yeah. take what they give you or you suffer the consequences or mm-hmm. your family suffers mm-hmm. the consequences. For example, so. like the article we covered last week, you know, if people are taking
1: cannabis, they can't go and get the mental health care that they need. Because yeah. oh no, you're using cannabis.
0: Fuck you, you know. Yeah, cannabis is the problem. That's why you can't get treated because the cannabis mm-hmm. is the problem.
1: And again, you know, they're just sitting here like, yeah, we care for your health. They don't <laughs> give a fucking <laughs> shit. Well, man.
2: again, just to bring back this the conversation you had with Doctor Grinspoon, it's just a lot. So many people in the medical profession have had so little education and training on act mm-hmm. on cannabis that they just don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's. Yeah big part of the problem yeah and, and
0: they're afraid to, to uh pursue it any because you know at least in the states here you know the, the ama is completely against cannabis and they don't even want to talk about it
2: right and then if you're the one you know the one medical professional that decides to stick your neck out you don't really know how the community around you is going to react i mean you ask any yeah. professional uh, even uh lester grinspoon you know into that psychedelic research and then was kind of ostracized yeah. for that or like um Graham Hancock for some of his views in in the archaeology community, right? Like get
1: mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. ostracized that in Don't so that speak became...
1: out about the narrative now. You can't do that. Right. I mean, Follow the line. Two and two is five, motherfuckers. Don't ask no questions. You'll end up in room one oh one with the rats on the, in the fucking cage around your face. Just saying. <laughs> it's a nineteen eighty-four reference, everybody. If you haven't read it, read it. Uh but there's one more story that you want to cover. We've kind of, you know, this board. We was having a laugh at first and now we've it to like a proper downer. So this is an appropriate time <laughs> to hit this fucking news article here as well. If many of you guys haven't heard yet, unfortunately, uh, on Thursday, I think it was, Big Buddha. He's been on the show before. You know, he's a cannabis breeder and he bought us the original cheese seeds. Cheese, cheese used to be just cutting only from Luton. And he got some cuts of. He grew like a hundred thousand skunk number ones or something. Found a cheesy oh, cut in yeah. and made uh, made um he made cheese pretty much cheese and brought it to a seed version so people will grow it for themselves. And he's but he was on the show way back in the day. He's a Bromie from the UK, really nice guy, you know, well respected in the cannabis community. But unfortunately, he passed away just randomly in his sleep on a uh, Thursday, the twenty seventh of April. So you know, we, just, we just want to say rest in peace to Milo. Milo Young was his real name. Obviously, his name mm-hmm. wasn't Big Butter. Uh, but, uh, yeah, just randomly. He says it on the website here. It says uh, it is with great sadness that we are sorry to announce the passing of Milo Young on Thursday, the 27th of April, 2023. He passed to the great Buddha in the sky peacefully in his sleep
0: after a long battle with illness. So oh. he'd been ill okay. for a
1: while, apparently. Yeah, it's
0: well, not cool. That now. would explain. That would explain why he wasn't at Spanish. Because remember, we looked for him, we thought he would be there. Mm-hmm. He's in Barcelona. But yeah, that would explain. But I'm sorry to hear that, man. And
1: he's fucking only 49. It might have been yeah, uh, uh you know, 48. It depends on when his birthday was, but you know, 1974 to 2023. Young man, young. Mm-hmm. It's uh it's very sad, you know. And it was nice to be able to talk to this guy he was a fun guy to talk to. and you, know, you can go back and listen to that interview, it's way back in the day. But, you know he will be sadly missed by the cannabis community, and he, he was greatly appreciated for everything that he did. You know, bringing us and, and you've heard me say many many times how uh, blue, blue cheese is. one of my favorites, man. And he brought oh, that man. blue cheese to us, and I've grown many many big big brother blue cheese. It's epic strain. So very sad, very sad. So you know, all blaze one up if you got cheese. Everybody smoke some cheese for Milo. You know, just uh. You just pay respects to the man who bought us the cheese seed fucking legend yeah and if you ain't uh, grown any cheese before fucking grow some cheese on behalf of milo here you know pay your respects to the man that would be very cool mm, but very hmm very sad man very sad but there's not really much you can say about it really you know just fucking passed away far too young man and it is like like frenchie as well frenchie passed away far too fucking young and just randomly mm-hmm. out the blue, you know, you're scrolling through social media and it's like, Frenchie, you passed away. But like, what? Very fucking sad when this shit happens, man. And, you know, we see it happen because in the cannabis community, a lot of these, the the old guard, you know, these guys have been around for a long time. They're hitting an age where people just start dying now.
0: Mm-hmm. It's shit to see,
1: man. It's shit to see. But,
0: you know, i you just gotta appreciate young. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, just... Subcool, we lost subcool at a young age. You know, you just one day they're here, one day they're not.
1: That's right, man. We just appreciate each other while we're here, you know? That's, what, that's all that's you can right.
2: do. You never know when your time's up. hmm
1: It can happen anytime. 49 is too fucking young. That's crazy. It's a shame. And uh, with Frenchie as well, we had the the film Frenchie Dreams of Hashies was released. Last week, and we did a watch party on Wednesday. Thanks to all those people who joined us in the watch party. It was a real nice watch party. It, the, the movie is fucking great, man, and there's some epic scenes of hash in there. They got some fucking good ass hash in that documentary. <laughs> you got to see it. Mm-mm. Made to make your mouth water. Crazy shit. But uh, then that came out. We watched it. You go to the website. Uh, it was a. Uh, it's linked over on Percy's, I think. So you can head over there and go and watch it. It was like 12 quid it cost to watch it. So, uh, you know, if you can, go pay the fee and watch the movie and give some money to the cause, because Madame Cannoli, her Frenchie's wife, she still has bills to pay to to cover the cost of the making of the film and all that shit. So, you know, if you can, then please do go and pay for the movie and make sure that uh, Madame Cannoli can stress a little bit less, just hoping that the, the money gets paid to every, all the bills that she needs to pay. It's a damn shame, man. And then uh, the last piece of news we have here is the Weed Seed Express Comp is open to everyone this month. Usually it's closed and it's only open to known members and above. But this month, uh, Weed Seed Express says everybody can get involved and and come and join. So what was it? Uh, It's like blueberry moon rocks or something with uh, super silver, no, super lemon lemon haze. haze. Yeah, super lemon haze, auto or photo. And you get to choose which strain it is. And if you get chosen from the wheel spin at the end of the month, then you win 10 of those seeds absolutely free. So get over to Percy's and get involved in the competition. If you haven't already, you might be able to win 10 beans. That's everything. That's all the news. No, just one more time. Rest in peace to big butter, man. Marlo Young, legend. and there we go everybody that was this week's cannabis news and events there's nothing much to add on top of the episode here but i just want to mention and remind everybody that if you wanted to you can become a patreon of percy's grow room and high and homegrown so all you have to do is head to patreon.com slash percy's grow room and you'll be able to find us there you you can become a patron for as little as four dollars twenty a month which is just over one dollar a week so it's very cheap and you get access to loads of interviews that we've done in the past which are unedited and you can just go listen to them all right now on our youtube channel the links are all on the patreon Uh, you also get access to the interviews as we are doing them live every time we record one They are up live on our YouTube for our patrons to come and join us as well. There's loads of different stuff that becomes available when you become a patron. No pressure, of course, only become a patron if you can. But if you do, that is massively appreciated. But one of the best ways that you can support the show is by sharing it. Share it on social media, share it with friends in real life. Just do what you can to try and get more listeners into the show. The more people we reach, the more people we can help grow. And then the more good ass cannabis is out there for people to smoke so get on it man share the show become a patreon do whatever you can to help the show grow we massively appreciate everybody but as usual thank you for downloading and listening to the show we appreciate every single one of you guys that download the episodes every week so thank you for that i hope you enjoyed this episode of cannabis losing events and we'll catch you on wednesday for an interview with marco and brian from the fcp we'll see you then stay high stay safe and have a good week goodbye back.